in the clear. So, all right. So, who's who's starting? Is it three? Is it two, you? One. one. Hello. 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 Oh, wait. Sorry, I thought Greg had said. Greg I mean, said you. Me. I mean. <laughs> I mean, yep. I, I'm I'm good with Reed. It's been a hot minute since Reed's done anything, so no scope. Whoa, okay, okay. You got this, Reed. We believe you know in you. You got this. Hello, welcome to the Cape Complainers. We are here with a good group of guys. We got Devin. Say something, Devin. Give it to what him. up, Tim? Hello. Give him that cute voice. Hi. There you go. And we got Flippo. Yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, I know that we're recording Echo, but does anyone else hear an Echo? Yeah, I do I hear, hear an Echo, echo. and it's coming okay. from someone with Bowie. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I want you to not have an Echo. I don't know how to fix that. Well. 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 <laughs> well, as Devin mentioned, we are talking Marvel's Spotlight. Echo show. So I think this is the first of the spotlight, I guess, uh, filmings. That's a, it's the first time I've seen their little animation. Night, not a uh, spotlight. Oh, maybe. It's been a while for that one. Yeah, that was last year. Um, Man, but I think that was our first one. Maybe mm -hmm. so. Uh, good call, Tim. So, yeah, this is Echo. Uh, we saw her in the Hawkeye series with Hawkeye and uh, why did I forget the girl's name? What's Kate what's her Bishop? Name? Yeah, it's Kate Bishop. Yeah. So I was like, which girl? Echo's a girl. That too, girl, but uh, yeah, the one. With uh, but yeah, we saw her in Hawkeye with the. Uh, I guess what were they drug dealers in Hawkeye? They were they were gangsters. Gangsters, yeah, some some type of gangsters in uh, the tracksuit. Oh, the tracksuit mafia. That's what they were called. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The tracksuit mafia, uh, as her uh, as Hawkeye took out her her father, and we saw her sort of pursue Hawkeye, but he told her, "You don't want to do that." And we sort of get that little reminder there at the beginning of the series. Uh, but yeah, just I thought it was good. I thought it was a good little, uh, good little sideshow. Uh, oh, Tim's got or Devin's got something to say. Do we want to talk about our contest before we move we into the main, uh, the main don't topic? We have, don't we have Devin's thoughts first? Okay, who's hosting this? Is it you guys or is it me? <laughs> I did the same but thing yes. with Greg. But yes, everybody, we do have a contest going on in this episode. Uh, you should be listening for a special sound. And when you hear that sound, we, you should timestamp it. So give us that timestamp on our Instagram at... Who wants to give us that Instagram? The Cape Complainers. Oh, at the Cape Complainers. See, it's that easy, everybody. And uh, you must be following us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, this show, you'll be getting the Spider-Man. Uh, I don't have the little Funko Pops. That was Greg. 
Uh, so it was a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man from uh, No Way Home. Yes. Uh, so the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and then next week's show, you will be listening for another special sound, and that will be for the Doc Ock that we see in No Way Home as well. Uh, again, sorry, I don't have the Funkos to show you, uh, but if you watched our episode last week, you can find it there. But, yeah, I mean, if, if Devin's got some good thoughts, let's hear some good thoughts. If I got... have some thoughts. They may not be good, but I have some. And I'm sure that this is one that's been brought up before by other people, but not necessarily on this podcast. And I hope that it does not sound as political as I think it might be in my head. Uh-oh. Who came up with the idea or the – who decided Uh-oh. that for the, like, political parties that their mascots were going to be an elephant and an ass and a donkey? Like, who made that choice? I did. I, I would believe, <laughs> believe that. Good job, Tim. Like, Good job, Tim. Are there not better options? Are there not better animals? To you represent I mean? these two... Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe one that's native to our country. Well, okay, the donkey... Could be native anywhere. Could be native anywhere, but Could the elephant... <laughs> right? Like an eagle? Maybe uh, like a like an armadillo? Or a pigeon? They're everywhere. Hey, Devin, when you have these thoughts... Do you ever just think about maybe doing the research? Yeah, maybe nope. just typing this stuff it in. could easily be researched. Yeah, nope. the, I found an article like immediately, so... Well, see, here's the thing. Uh, the whole purpose of me not doing the... Like, I could. I could do the research. Like, I could have done it with uh, baloney. But I felt that part of the fun is that I go into it not knowing... And then if it's something that's easily found, you guys can share it with me and I'll still give so, my opinion. But okay, I, so but like, us- but, but, but the other half of that is like the, th- the other half of the thought is like, there are better animals. Why could we not have chosen some native to our country? Or at least one other one that was native to our country. Question does make sense. But how about you give us why you think the elephant was chosen and the donkey was chosen? I believe I elephant is for Republican. Is that right? And yeah. donkey is for Democrat. Hmm. You want to know why I think that they were chosen? Yeah, I don't, these are I your thoughts. Reason, okay. hear these thoughts. Um, well, my thought could be that may, they were based off of what the first Democrat and Republican look like. <laughs> One was Sarah Jessica Parker and the other, I don't know, was Abe Lincoln. So you're saying, so which one's the which one's the donkey and which one's the elephant in your eyes here? Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker is the donkey. Abe Lincoln saying, is the elephant. So it, Abe Lincoln, who abolished slavery, you're saying it looks like an elephant. Like, I'm saying they have powerful. similar features. Have you ever seen a photo of Abe Lincoln? He's got some big ears and a kind of big nose. And you know what else has big ears and a big nose? An elephant. So, so does a donkey. No, it's the whole Get face. He's got the whole face. <laughs> you can't separate out the nose from the face on a donkey. 
the nose and the face. Okay. <laughs> so Tim, why why are they what they are? Because I I see you nodding, yeah. and part of me is like, you're right, Devin. These yeah, are the reasons. Hundred percent right. Yeah. This Wikipedia page I says, yeah, Abe Lincoln was definitely an Historychannel.com. Uh, I don't know. Bible source. Says that it's so viable, right? It's a dot com. <laughs> That's trustworthy. It says the origins of the Democratic donkey can be traced to the 1828 presidential campaign of Andrew Jackson, where his opponents called him a jackass. Um. However, okay. it became popularized in the 1870s when Thomas Nat, I believe is the dude's name. Uh, yeah, Thomas Nast, sorry, with an S, uh, popularized the donkey as a symbol for the entire Democratic Party. The Republican Party was formed uh, in 1854. Remember, Abraham Lincoln became its first member, elected to the White House, sorry. Yeah. Finished. Oh, damn. Uh, an image of an <laughs> elephant was featured as a Republican symbol in at least one political cartoon and newspaper illustration during the Civil War. Um, but again, it was Thomas Thomas Nast who can who's considered the father of modern political cartoon. He used it in the 1870s uh, to symbolize the GOP. So it was one dude who just started drawing elephants and donkeys. And people just went with it. Yep. <laughs> Man. So have you ever thought about like we guys, we could go onto Wikipedia and just change the information. Not anymore. They changed the way. Oh, History.com, Devin. You weren't Yeah, listening. get it together. Yeah, but most people would probably have looked at Wikipedia first. And also, then they would have had the wrong information. CNN.com said thomas nast as well hmm. popularized it yeah well there you have it kids thomas nast just drew some pictures and the world said okay we yep. like it stay up <laughs> um <laughs> all right moving on moving on so yeah back to echo uh so everybody's watched it well Flippo hasn't watched it uh Tim, you finished it today. Like five minutes ago. <laughs> and Devin, you got most of the way through it. Uh, I did. Where did you stop at? I stopped when he she was like talking with her aunt about her aunt? Is that her? Grandmother? Her, yeah, her grandmother. Um, and she was telling him the story of her heritage. Gotcha. Of the first Aztec, I believe. Yeah, and then she like, I think, Choctaw. I think the, the exact not Aztec. Choctaw. Choctaw. You're right. Choctaw. Sorry. Um, and the exact point when I stopped is when she burst into Fisk's office, and he's like sitting there listening to music or something, and he's like, "Can we talk?" So no, yeah, it's cool that I don't know if it's if it's canon in the comics. If anybody knows if. She was sort of part of Fisk's uh, gang, sort of under his wing. Does anybody know that? I have no. I, I don't. Don't comments. remember. I know that she. Things that I know about her. I know that she is the current uh, iteration of the Phoenix. I know Whoa. that she had a love affair with Daredevil. That's cool. Um, I know that she has powers. That's all I got. But, uh, no, yeah, that's that's cool. She has a Phoenix Force. That's cool. Yeah, they did, like, a weird um, competition to see who would be the next person, and he 
Um, God. Oh, wait, no. So in Marvel Comics, she was depicted as Fisk's adopted daughter. Oh. Fun. So that is a that is a comic book thing. Cool. Okay. What was the contest that she won to become the Phoenix? Fisk? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who? Oh. Who sponsored that? Oh, we want to talk about she like else. beat up okay. the Hulk somehow and wins the Phoenix Force. Uh, let me Google it for a second. I don't remember. Dude, I, re- I never read it. With, I just saw it. The Hulk with physical um, strength and the Phoenix power, psionic powers. Like <laughs> that dude would be unstoppable. Especially if he's still the Green Hulk instead of you know the Gray. So Hulk they did something eyes. called, um, I think it was called the Phoenix Song, where the Phoenix like um, gave out bits of its powers to all these people, and they had to compete fight and compete hmm. and whoever won got all of them oh. all the full power fun uh, if you defeated whoever had the other part of it you would get that part of the end yeah oh like the highlander kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly it <laughs> get it together marvel good boil down to him. <laughs> that's exactly exactly it um uh, so yeah this takes place in Oklahoma, Tamaha, is that right? Something like that. Tamaha, Oklahoma. Yeah. So not too far from. Which I kept my getting confused kid. for Yamaha because their little symbol with the roadkill, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're the symbol of their town, the sign of their town. It had like the skull of the cow and it looked like a Y instead of a T. So I kept thinking, oh, oh at the top of it, yeah. I actually think I thought that too when I first saw it. I was like, oh, they're. I kept yeah, thinking. I didn't know. It. I kept thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, she. For Tomahawk. So, I, so I think a lot of this stuff is sort of big, important information. I don't know how much spoilers we want to give. It's uh, fine. It's but, been out a while. They're fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it starts off sort of with her shooting Fisk in the eye, which is pretty powerful because she felt threatened, but she also wants to get away. And she thought that was her, she thought that was the answer. But later on in the show, of course he comes back. Didn't she shoot him for vengeance? Yeah. She learns that he killed her father. Yeah. That I was. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, wanting to take him down and uh, take over his operation or something. Yeah, and yeah, so he, she, yeah, she wants to be head honcho, uh, and yeah, betrayed because sort of in the uh, in the beginning, it shows the growing relationship between Echo and Fisk of how Fisk is sort of sweet talking her to we're. We're family, you know. I think I think I think I think the word uh, or the 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 is like the two rings. I think oh, family yeah. uh, for ASL something that like that. That was a solid. That was a solid interpretation of the kingpin. That was really good. Yeah, uh, it's pretty easy. You know? <laughs> All you have to do is this: tighten yeah. your throat. Yeah. Um. So, really quick, since you talked about the kingpin getting shot in the eye. I've never been shot in the eye. I've never really seen anyone get shot in the eye. But he's got the patch, right? Yeah. But then he's got a big old scar down his eye. He's got eye. a bunch of scars. Not He doesn't but have he, one big one, no. Well, he's got one on his eye. Like, 
No, he had a bunch I'm... that like branch out like this, but there is none. No, bro, I'm looking at a screenshot. Bro, I of... literally just finished watching this show. Bruh. Bruh, 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 do I need to share my screen with you right now? No, because you're going to do it wrong anyway. <laughs> no, I'm looking at it, and he's got like scars, like scars here, and he's got scars like here, all branching off of his eye. Did his um, scars get less and less over the duration of the show? Do you know, Reed? Because he didn't have this I... big long one in the middle, like Devin is saying. I, unintended, do not recall. <laughs> Here, instead of sharing it, I'll like send. <laughs> Thanks to you. <laughs> Here, I'm sending a photo to our group um, but, so you can see what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, go on with your question. What about it? But, like, if he got shot in the eye, what's, like, why does he have these, like, scars that look like he was sliced in the face? Well, I'm sure for surgery reasons, they, yeah. to open it up and get in there. Also, the, I'm pretty or, sure it's going to go, like, straight through. It's going to tear shit up, you know? Like, it's not just going to. But not on the outside. Yeah. No, yeah. the 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 explosion part is the is the exit wound, and I'm surprised he didn't have one. I'm I'm surprised he still has a head. Yeah. After a bullet exit wound, just like it was uh, a rubber bullet. It just went in and went. Yeah. Shut up, BB. (laughs) Hmm. Um, Yeah, that was my question. I just I saw that and I was like, why are there all these like scars on his? I guess I guess surgery makes sense. I don't see why you don't just like vacuum out his eye socket and pull out the the bullet with it, but it's whatever. He like even when he takes the eye patch off, he still has doesn't he still have an eye in there? Yeah, he has an eye, yeah. So yeah, so they probably repaired it the I best they could. I wonder if like it just ricocheted and just like got a glimpse of it and ripped the skin off as it entered, not even entered, but just mm. Yeah. Is his eye like a Nick Fury eye, or is it... No, it's like um, an actual eyeball. Yeah. Oh, like he can still see out of it and yeah, everything? Yeah, just type it in. So, type it in so. Kingpin Echo Scar. You'll see it. Is that what you typed but, uh, in? That's what I'm looking <laughs> yeah, at what, right now. Yeah. What do you say? It just ricochets around his head, and he just spits that bullet out yeah. after he wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a nice sleep. Yeah. Uh what? One of the photos that pulls up when I type that in, because apparently it's doing it through Yahoo search, mm. is there's a comic book picture of the kingpin, and he's looking real, real fat fish-like doing this, and he's got two covers on his eyes. Oh, I see that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing we failed to remind and mention is that she has a missing leg, I think, what, halfway from the shin down? Mm-hmm. From uh, car accident, yeah, from a from a car accident when she was a child with her with her mom, and she loses her mom in that car accident, and that sort of comes into play with her. I guess I I kind of looked her up, so her powers don't mention this sort of ancestral uh, powers that it shows here in the show. But I, I thought it was a cool spin, a, a good sentimental uh, spin as well, uh, and a good a good female empowering as well. With... So, what is her power in the show? Because I haven't seen her. I haven't gotten to a point where she's used or gotten it yet. So, besides her uh, martial arts prowess, she 
with this bloodline uh, that they talk about in the show. She, uh, she is a descendant of the first Choctaw. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And so with that bloodline, they can recall on the experiences and uh, skills of those along the bloodline. So she uh, it also grants semi super heroic strength based on the way that she was able to push the train car off her leg that one time. Hmm. Um, Don't worry. That's like episode two or three. Um, Uh, And then also, her mother used the power to heal that one bird. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, uh, so yeah, she was able to heal. with uh through her through her mom's skill of sort of honing that part of the Choctaw bloodline uh one of them is sort of as a uh one of her ancestors is a marksman uh so she was able to use her skills for uh shooting and then another one was uh uh what's what's the word uh and actually thinking out ingenuity and uh, cunning, yeah, cunning, uh, and so that sort of that was uh, you, you, that one was sort of not intuitive. Yeah, you had to you had to think about that one. Uh, so just with this, uh, yeah, with that with that bloodline, she's able to call on skills and experiences, and yeah, I guess uh, healing power. I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't I, yeah, I was about to say I don't recall the the scene, but sort of remember yeah. she's like that's why she had to get the replacement leg from her grandpa, is because she was running along the train, got stuck in between two train cars. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so weird. Yes. Yeah, so that was the first time that we see that within her. She goes within her mind and gets the 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 memory of uh, one of her ancestors and and her hands glow. Yeah, that's right. Uh, with that spiral um, insignia on her hands and yeah, pushes the trains apart. I also think there was something to do with like echoes of the past because in the last episode or second to last episode, she goes back into the past to talk with her mom in the car wreck that her mom dies in. Um, She talks to an echo of her mom, like from the past. And then she also makes kingpin do you guys care about spoilers okay she, i mean i've seen it <laughs> yeah. she also makes no. Kingpin see the echoes of his father's abusive relationship with his mother and that's how she stops kingpin from essentially killing everyone she loves uh, hmm. so it has uh. something to do with like interacting with the echoes of the past not only with herself but with other people still as well it's, it's, it's weird because like her comic book ability is the exact same as taskmasters yeah i just read that but also she called on her ancestors powers to then give her grandma and her niece or her cousin the powers too in that in the fight scene against King. well because they are they are also they're part of the blood yeah yeah, but did biscuits get powers? No, but she was not. He wasn't. He wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. You lame. Be, you have to be a woman. Oh, his his superpower is bringing in this huge monster <laughs> truck and just 
squishing vans of yeah he just uh, like crushed 20 guys <laughs> yeah in a single van yeah windowless van um, i want to see you what don't get would do with these powers probably but uh no yeah that's yeah i remember i remember having that thought too uh the echoes of the past oh yeah that was a good way to put it yeah i remember having that thought and very fitting and uh and and sentimental as i said and so that was it was a it was pretty powerful message to uh not also like in her in her own way echo um you know she's trying to do things on her own she's trying to be individual hey i'm only here you know i'm crashing in my hometown because right now this is the only place i can go to hide away from kingpin and what i've done uh and so and then she you know she doesn't tell any of her family that she's there but in the end she learns to call on you know family all together present and past what I think is so what I think about is weird about her power situation is that like from what it sounds like calling she can call upon abilities of the family members in the past right yeah like one of them was a healer and things like that right yeah so it in the comic version it explicitly states like she has the same powers as, as Taskmaster. She's uh, photographic reflexes, but she cannot do anything that she could not do originally. So she can't fly. She doesn't have the super strength. She doesn't have all this other stuff because she couldn't do that originally. And what I think is weird about it is if they gave her these powers to try, I don't know if they try to make it seem more grounded or what, but we already know that like this photographic reflex ability exists because Taskmaster was in uh, the Black, Black Widow. Widow movie. Yeah. So is that even a superpower? Uh, you know, this... It's like a superpower, but not a superpower. It's not something you can be trained to do. It's something that, like, you know, it's like photographic memory. Like, you have it or you don't. Yeah. Okay. So Which, not, I mean, it's not, not some... a superpower in that way, but if you look at it in terms of, like, it's something I can do, you can't, that you can't learn... Yeah, not so not so mutant, but still genetic. Yeah, it's not like Hawkeye's powers are. Hawkeye's got powers. You can shoot a bow. Anyone can learn that. That's true. Yeah, we got Kate Bishop, who's what just out of college or yeah. like second year in college. I can't recall, but yeah, still just as good a marksman. He just has muscle memory. He knows like how to throw. He learned to throw one thing one time. And he's like, I got this every time. Yeah. That's true, and so, uh, but no, yeah, I thought I, I thought it had a good, powerful uh, message and stuff like that. So, and yeah, breaking away from your, you know, stubbornness. I know I'm a victim of being stubborn. True that, uh, and just yeah, calling out to friends and family and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I thought that was real good. Uh, but no, yeah, I guess I guess it's a good a, a good different spin as well. I guess power wise compared to uh, comic canon to what they show here in the show. So, um, I mean, I'm wondering now that they've sort of made her a character. Do we think we're going to see her in some future things? Possibly. I think maybe in Daredevil or any of the other Defender ones that they bring back because they also like. Know what, I'm saying? What, what was that? Yeah, hey, I Devin, I don't, you, Devin, I don't recognize that ASL. What was that? Yeah. Oh, 
uh, her and Daredevil are lovers in the nighttime. Oh. They should boink, should boink, throw the the hot dog down the hallway. You why know don't what I'm you saying? just say lovers? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Why'd you? Why'd you have to keep going and say hot dog down the hallway? Because you called me out and I got weird about it. Daredevil. You're always the weird. That goes <laughs> the hot dog. Devin, you're so weird. Um. <laughs> So one of my favorite parts of the entire series, um, and it just happened in the last episode, you know how in the first episode, as the grandma is leaving the house, um, whenever it's a flashback showing Maya's childhood uh, right before the mother dies, the grandma's leaving the house and she makes note of that little bird, the... Mockingbird. Yeah. No, not... It's, no, it's not a mockingbird. It's like uh, a Minskibinsk or something. <laughs> what? Where did you get that? The, did you look call, it up? No, no, they call it that in the last episode. Oh, okay. Bird and Echo. I, I think, I it's, think, a wood, I think it's a woodpecker because in the one where they show her mom healing the bird, it was it was up in the tree and, you know, knocking on it. Yeah, yeah. So it was knocking on their wood post. And ever since that first episode, I was like, why the hell did they feature literally like 10 seconds of the show towards this bird just pecking on their thing? Then later on, the mother, um, in another flashback, Maya's mother tells her that this type of bird, the Choctaw, would use it as a warning sign. They would teach them how to communicate through the bird's pecking. And also, the bird would peck whenever danger was coming. Um, so... Uh, in that last episode, during that, uh, during that flashback, I was like, "Oh my god, that's why they spent ten seconds in that first." <laughs> like, oh, it was significant. I, I was like, "It has to be significant." Why did they do this? Um, bird name? Um, no, yeah, it's called uh, a biscuitnik. That's what the woodpecker is called. Uh, is that the? Is that like the the? Choctaw translation, or is that like uh, the actual, it, I guess, birds? It says the woodpecker called the biscuitnik in Echo. Okay, that's how they, they use that biscuitnik in the show. Okay, yeah, cool. I, I'm pretty sure it was a woodpecker, like legit, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it had a different meaning with biscuitnik. <laughs> so, Hi, Dad. <laughs> Hi, Papa. Hi, Papa. Uh, so, no, yeah, I think that's. That's a that's a good call too. You know, there was a there was a line, there was a a, a line of connection to everything. Yeah. Uh, so no, yeah, that was a good call. I remember that now. I watched the entire uh, series and... just for that ten seconds <laughs> to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was. No, yeah. That, that... Sorry. One more thing. I was also uh -huh. happy that they did not like make me because you know how like TV shows they'll spoon feed you the the thing that they're trying to tell you. And yeah. in my mind, after they did the flashback of the mom telling the girl the biscuit about the biscuitnik, I was like, they better not do a flashback going back to the night of the mom's death and then showing that biscuitnik again. And they didn't, which I'm glad <laughs> about because if they would have, I would have felt so, like, insulted. Like I've been waiting five episodes for this, and you're just gonna give it to me all back to back? Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. That first episode where the grandma sees it, uh, yeah, the her, her husband says, uh, "Is your sister whispering in your ear again?" Mm. And uh, so that's I think I think that was sort of a connection too. Also, yeah, they they reference uh, 
telling Echo, I forget her real name. Maya. Maya, okay, I thought so. Maya Lopez. Uh, yeah, Maya, telling Maya, hey, what you're describing here, Grandma is familiar with this. And so maybe uh, maybe that line there with, hey, is your sister whispering in your ear again, is you know an actual uh, call out of she has those memories and stuff like that as well, those memory connections to Echoes of the Past. Yeah, those echoes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a statement, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. How did you feel about her ending costume? I thought it looked like, cool. Quote unquote super suit. Yeah, I thought I thought it was cool, like uh, uh, some symbolic, uh, and uh, they sort of give the little a little snippet history of it. You know, yeah. this. Uh, yeah, her mom. Her mom comes to her in a vision, sort of, and shows and shows her where this has been hiding in her grandma's, I guess, storage, uh, and shows and or like says the symbolism on there is you are a piece of us and we are a piece of you. Yeah. And so again, the the, the whole connection of family and uh, and echoes and lineage and stuff like that. I also like, in addition to how the grandma finished making that suit right before echo needed it her granddad also made her that leg and i think yeah it's like Mm -hmm. a a good um dichotomy between getting things from both your Mm -hmm. paternal side as well as your maternal side yeah and i think i think they both sort of have the same symbolism they sort of look like um a, a sun a sunrise i believe yeah uh and uh the grandpa that made her new prosthetic leg uh, with that on there says that it's it's a symbol of the first Choctaw that they, you know, have the lineage to. Yeah, well, the reason I ask is because, you know, I feel like a lot of the times when Marvel does, like, their super suits, they get as close to what is expected in the comics as you can, and this is, like, straight the opposite direction. Well, they also explain... Um... Not they don't explain, but they have a snippet at the end of Echo that says that um, they made the entire series with the assistance of the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma. Yeah. So yeah. that was probably a suggestion made by them and taken gotcha. by Disney. Because her that typical, would be really cool. Her typical suit um, is just like a black like crop top. It's like sleeveless crop crop top yeah um and she's got like wraps around her arms and her legs and like black jeans but on her shirt is that like yeah that little the circle yeah and then she's got the white like echo handprint on her face um and i know that they had in hawkeye that's kind of what she wears like she at least has like the black shirt with the echo like over here on the side or like the the sun thing on like the side oh but we look at it. Uh, this didn't have as much of it, um, or as close to her. Like Phoenix version is way more Native American, though. Um, oh, just cool. like because she's got like the feathers in her hair and uh, things like that. But I uh, just hmm. also representing uh, Phoenix as well, maybe. You know what? Probably. <laughs> but also, there's fire everywhere, so that also could be the part that represents the phoenix. Well, yes, of course, that too. <laughs> the mythological firebird. Yeah. But uh, I just, as I look at it, I feel like 
sometimes they tried to make her so punk with all the leather. Um, when I I think seeing her in like I don't want to see her like in like skimpy na- nakedy clothes or anything like Electra. Mm-hmm. But like less bulky. Hold on, clothes. you want to see Electro in skippity nickety clothes? I said Electra first off. Gotcha. I, I was like, maybe Fox played Electro. I I'd watch that too. Some skimpity dimpity clothes, right? Give me some Charlie Cox. How many? Boom, one cock. <laughs> As I would say, it only needs one. Yeah. I don't. Well, you said it with an S. I said it with well, an no, X. Zero. Yeah, but yeah, his last name is. Bo- Bo- but uh, so Devin, do you know how to spell? Yeah, but like when he said it, he said Charlie Cox, so it sounded like it had an S. Even though it's an X, I am aware. Now, now that we told you, I knew now. it the first time. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yes, suck. <laughs> Devin still spells your name R-E-A-D, Reed. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Hear, hearing the thoughts from Devin, I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, they're gold. They're um, keeping this show afloat. <laughs> so, uh, no, yeah, so uh, I believe it was Tim that mentioned, you know, how she defeats uh, Fisk, and that's with uh, this the, the powers that she finds out that she has and learns to control uh who who first does it to her is it is it her mom no biscuits. who does it like biscuits. he goes into herself and learns about that oh i need to let go uh, yeah i think it's her mom because she does she does the thing over her heart or like over her over her head and that sort of what was the thing what the sign yeah, yeah, she does. She does the hashtag. Yeah, she does the hashtag. I'm sure it has a different name. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's a, a greater meaning, which I would respect if I if I knew it. But, but that's the, right <laughs> the best way. Best way for hashtag love, hashtag mine. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, with with that, her mom her mom takes her into her own mind, and that's where Echo learns to let go of being stubborn and reach out to her family here. And did she so, get inse- did she like get inceptioned into an inception? Inception. So she was so yeah, she was like already having a thought in her own mind with her mother and then her mother's like, "Nah, you're coming with me." And like brought her like a dream within a dream. No, she no, just saw right. a vision of her mother who took her into her own mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh and so she she comes to, after after learning this and going through it, experiencing it herself, she goes to Fisk to talk about this. You know, they, they already had a pre planned uh time and date, like Fisk uh what Fisk tells her, uh hey, hey, I'll give you this empire that you're looking for. I can see that you want that. I'll give it to you. If you just come with me to New York, meet me here at this time. And we'll go to New York, and you'll have it. And so, she she goes to meet him, and uh, he, yeah, he tells her of the the backstory of him and his father and his family, uh, I guess. And and she she does that on on Fisk and takes him into his own mind, and he relives that time, 
with his father, yeah, abusing his mother, and you see cracks in the wall, just breaking plaster and stuff like that. And he tells the story of how he took a ballpoint hammer to his dad and ended it. And so, again, I think this ser- this little series, even only five episodes, was pretty powerful. With symbol, very symbolic is was very good, uh, and just. Looking inward, I thought that was a good message too, and just I thought I thought that was a cool way with like not even violence and stuff like that. She tried it the first time, and coming coming into learning who she is, what she is, and her own experience, and bringing that to him, I thought that was uh, a cool way to in end a villain, I guess, for the moment. Yeah, because. So- he, but real quick, like he after at the after that experience of taking Fisk into his own mind and telling him it's over now. You don't you don't have to you don't have to hold on to this. You know, I think it was uh, from my memory. I think that's what this yeah. uh, what that uh, what that was about. You don't have to hold on to hold on to this anymore. Uh, and so after after bringing him back to reality, he drops to his knees. <laughs> He drops to his knees and goes, "What have you done?" You know, like he doesn't he doesn't know how to feel that and to accept that and stuff like that. Dude, same. Yeah, he was put into a big ball of emotions that he doesn't know how to handle. Yeah, I know what that's like. Yeah, and so yeah, like he he questions it and he's like, "Yeah, what do, what do I do with this? It's hard." And. I, Can you go I, sit I, on the couch for the next three days eating a bowl of ice cream curled up on a blanket yeah, watching some chick flicks? <laughs> yeah, I I would agree with you, Reed. It was a heavily symbolic show, um, TV series, and I think it was really powerful because it's one, Fisk, you can see that Fisk actually believes that he's doing right by her. You can see that he actually believes like he taught her good skills, good coping skills, how to handle her anger. He never taught yeah. her how to confront the anger. He taught her how to use it towards his yeah. end. And then her mother comes in there and she's like, you don't have to hold on to this vengeance and this anger. And then when she lets go, she's able to go to Fisk and then like help him let go and say, put it down. You don't have to keep this fight. You, you can let it go. Confront it, get over it, and move on. And Yeah, because... Uh, yeah, because I think they still see each other still as family. Yeah. Uh, so they, they do want to help and care for each other. Um, and that scene when they were in um, Fisk's hotel room and he hands her the ball pin hammer and uh, he's like, just do it. And she like puts it down. I think that yeah, was, gives her a choice. Yeah. yeah. I think that was really strong too. Um, Honestly, Devin's dad just said, will she eventually heal his eye? And whenever she was going into his <laughs> mind, I thought she was healing his eye because it looked like her hashtag was over the eye. And then I was so disappointed whenever the eye wasn't healed. That is a good point. Yeah. When, if hashtag when got him. <laughs> I know. I got tricked. Um, it could be beyond repair because it's been so long, but who knows? Yeah. What do you mean? His eye looks fine. He's got a little bruising. A little bloodshot on the side. He's fine. He's got tons of scar damage. He's fine. That um, he can see. But 
What was your favorite part of the show, Devin? Um, I think the part that I was, other than biscuits, anything <laughs> with biscuits, biscuits was great. Um, I really enjoyed. What made you like biscuits? Because um, I thought he was the worst part of the show. If I'm being honest, I I liked how loyal he tried to be. Um, <laughs> he was he was really bad at like hiding things, and but he tried to be as loyal as he could, even though like you know. Grandma was like, oh, no, you left us, and was, like, done with her. But, like, and, like, even the sister was like, you stopped messaging me and blah, blah, blah. Biscuits didn't care. Biscuits is like, you're here now, and I got you. Whatever yeah, you there's mean. there's a little snip, you know. He, he starts petting his he starts petting his dog, Bill, uh, Billy Jack, was that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, petting his dog. He's like, Maya's back. We yeah. got our Maya back. Yeah. You, know, you know, he's excited yeah. to have her back, and just... He remembers the good times his family and stuff. And like he that. and he guys... wasn't afraid to like face the punishment of like helping her and ruining something else that would have gotten him in trouble. Yeah. Have you guys like seen? The drug. Sorry. Have you guys I'm seen um, the 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 phrase going around "Golden Retriever Energy"? Mm-mm. No. What is that? Uh, it's basically that. like yeah. on dating apps. It's like women are saying like men with golden retriever energy, just like super fun loving dudes who are kind of ditzy but also focused on like one or two things um, and then have high energy yeah, as well high energy yeah uh that's that what could possibly be me are those good things yeah like a, you can't a, leave us yeah okay Women i'm not sure you're like, looking for that for that golden okay. retriever energy from them you like they do not want that okay gotcha are you a golden retriever tim no i'm a I'm a locust. I'm gonna show up, eat everything you own, and then leave. <laughs> He's a mastiff. He's just like droopy and sad. No, I got a bunch of like drool. <laughs> um. So my question is, we're gonna rate our rate this for us in a second. But what do you think Greg would rate it? Oh, good question. Oh, Greg is not here because he's sick, if you did not know. Oh, I actually kind of forgot he wasn't here. Reed's doing such a fantastic job. I know. New host. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I got something for this. This is not the sound, but... I think Greg would give it like a a six. What was was the sound? I was was thinking it was going to be maybe middle of the road for Greg, yeah. Uh, But you know what? Maybe we'll hear from him next time. I feel like he would have just not liked it. I feel like he would have like hated it because because he hates anything that's good. Mm, he <laughs> loves everything that's bad. He hates everything that's not like end game. Everything post end game is just garbage. Yeah, is that an actual quote from Greg at one Basically, point? Basically, yeah, probably. <laughs> Except for the only thing I think he's liked since then was uh uh. He mentioned it. WandaVision. Yeah. Oh, WandaVision, yeah. There was also one yeah, more most that things... he said. Loki season two. Loki? Yeah. Yeah, most things have gone a little downhill since then. Yeah, for sure. But well, uh, I, I, I want to hear, I know I know Flippo hasn't seen it, uh, but what what do you, what would you think after hearing what we've talked about? You know, what is this something you would watch or is this something you would try at least? I'll at least try it. Um... I think the Daredevil is one of Marvel's. Well, not. It's up on the top five of Marvel's best TV shows. For sure, he is. He so trying to. Oh yeah, go on. Sorry. Go ahead. 
no, I no, you're fine. It was just. I was just going to say that Daredevil does make an appearance here, and um, uh, Echo and Daredevil do get into. Is a it fight. only in the first episode? Is it? No. Just I the think first so. Episode. Okay. Yeah, and so yeah, he he makes it. He makes a a quick small appearance. Uh, they have a fight scene, and Echo comes back and uh, relates what happened. Uh, at this, this was Echo's first job for Fisk, and she uh, she recalls this fighting against Daredevil to Fisk, and she's mm-hmm. and Fisk says, "Oh, no one, no one holds up uh, against Daredevil for that long, so very impressive, or something like uh, that." Uh, gotcha. I will say that fight scene though was probably one of the most like accurate Daredevil things that I've seen with how acrobatic and like jumping through and not even watching what he's doing. Yeah, like that was probably the best fight scene I've seen from uh, like from Daredevil. Period. Yeah, because uh, a lot of the time it's just hallway fights. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> that was my biggest complaint about the Netflix uh, Marvel shows is Luke Cage. Uh, Daredevil and Punisher all had those big hallway scenes where they slowly get more worn down throughout the fight, even though they're fighting like 20 people. And it's like the same fight scene, just within the three different shows. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and they, they did it all the time. This one, I liked I liked watching him jump through the cage and yeah, just like that was super doing cool. things. Yeah. I loved and, uh, whenever yeah, yeah, Maya was... runs into the cage and she locks it. I'm like, you are so stupid, aren't you? You're done. You're about to jump over yeah. that bad boy. <laughs> this is about to be your series? What? But, uh, yeah, go on, Flip them. Just. Oh, no, I'll give it a chance. Nailed it. Uh, y- y'all haven't deterred me from it. I. Well, good. I guess we're doing our job, then, huh? I kind of wish that they kept the yellow and red suit for Daredevil, even in the show. I wish that it, it was more of a, we, we had it for longer, because they're not going to keep it in the next one either. Oh. Is that his, is that his first uh, costume in the They're very comics? similar, yes. Okay. Well, which one comes first, the full red in the comics or the yellow and red in the comics? The yellow and red. Okay, I thought so. So... Yeah. so. Greg says that he gives it a seven. It was a great seeing the Netflix Daredevil crew again, but other than that, it was an okay show. That's really high for for just okay, being like this was yeah. the great part about it. Yeah, um, and he says the Daredevil crew. He, yeah. You only like, get Daredevil one, in this. Literally one one scene, Daredevil. Do you guys Daredevil. think that when they revive Daredevil, they're going to bring back Rosario Dawson? I don't know. As the Night Nurse, Ooh, I hope so. The night nurse, the love interest. Yeah, she's a nurse. Yeah, she's the nurse. No, she's. I mean, she's a yes, Yes, but I don't think love interest. She was. She was a love interest, and then she was a Luke Cage love interest as well. Yeah, a little Um, bit. Yeah, a little bit. So I would probably give it seven kips as well. I think I really enjoyed it. Um, if I had not finished the series before we started this, I would have finished it afterwards anyway because I was really enjoying it at, by episode three. So I'll give it a seven. I yeah. liked I liked uh, the show what I've seen so far. That the big fight sequence. Oh, I never said it. The, my favorite part about the whole show though 
was the fight sequence when they got uh, kidnapped by the by the shoe cleaner. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because uh, that was the that was the last big thing that I saw happen, and I really thought that that was a really well done episode. Um, and like reuniting with her sister and punching her in the face. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'd give it a seven. No, yeah, I'll get, I'll give it. Yeah, I'll give it a seven as well. Uh, it is, it is a strong show, uh, strong message, strong symbolism, uh, and and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, it's not bad. Um, not you know, dialogue, action, it's all good, it's all fair. But yeah, nothing too big. Uh, again, it's only one of the spotlight ones, so a. a a short series, only five episodes. So it was good. It was good for what it was. Was it better? Was it better that it was a short series and not a full blown? Yes. Yeah. Normally, yeah, series. Totally the episodes that. were shorter as well. They had some like forty minute five ones. Minutes? Yeah, but the last the episode beginning. was like thirty two minutes. Yeah, thirty. Yeah. yeah. So no, yeah, it was a good call to make it its own little standoff for five episodes, and then maybe we'll see. Echo and some other things, yeah. or maybe this was this was her build up into making her a character in something else bigger. Yeah. So no, it it was good for what it was. I will say before we like start start to sign off, the one thing the one thing that this show had that I was like, man, I wish this existed in real life. For all the you know, uh, people I come across who are hard of hearing, is the the I guess the contact lens that okay. Hulk, uh, yeah. that they accosted him with. Yeah, uh, that like let her see as they were talking. That I was, was like, yeah, that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, no, super cool. But all right, that was our final thoughts. But I will remind everybody: if you listened, give us the timestamp on our Instagram at the Cape Complainers, as well as what the sound uh, was. As what the sound was, you I will tell following you: following Facebook was- and Instagram. It was not the golf clap. That was just me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm applauding. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, and this one will be for the Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man from No Way Home. But yeah. all right, guys, let's sign it off. Thank you, guys, for joining us today with the Cape Complainers. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And make sure to check out our YouTube channel and our Twitch stream, where we stream on Sunday nights. And where we are streaming Baldur's Gate every so often. Yeah. And if you guys like listening to podcasts, we do have an RSS feed that links up to pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Just look us up. The Cape Complainers. Can't miss us. Feel free to listen whenever. You want to say the last part, Reed? And nobody complains like a fan. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.